just relax. And take ourselves a nice hot bubble bath. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh shit. Post me a pic, finna make me a profit. When the liquor hit, then the bitch get toxic. Why the fuck you in the club? Hey, Allie. Hey. Welcome back to the Lilac Room. Thank you for joining us for our third very, very special episode. Today's topic is boundaries and how we can all get better at them. Joining us for this discussion is everyone's new favorite queer heartthrob recording artist, Tiger Goods. BTW, if you haven't heard her signature hit, Mean Girls, we highly recommend you check it out. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi, welcome. What's up? Hey, it's so good to hear from you again. Yeah, what's up? How y'all been? Uh, we've been good, you know, we've been good. <laughs> that was my dryer, I'm so sorry. It, it's okay, even pop stars have laundry, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no major, you feel me? All right, my name is Tiger. I'm from Cincinnati. Um, I'm a genreless artist. My pronouns are she, they, and I just like to have a good time. I know that's right. So awesome. today we're discussing boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you got to see the questions beforehand, but they're like, pretty simple and straightforward Mm -hmm. we're just gonna have it like in a conversational kind of style okay all right so let's hop right into it okay so our first question is how would you rate your sense of boundaries and why i would say i'm a 10 (laughs) um at least in the last year i've been a 10 or five out of five ten out of ten but um I've been sober for about a year, and a part of my healing journey has just been setting better boundaries with myself, with others, and also with things, because I know I have an addictive personality. I get that. What about you, Em? I'm not that great with boundaries, Uh, I think. Uh, I attribute that to the way I was raised. Um, We had poor um, emotional boundaries, which I think is very important, not just physical boundaries, but emotional, like how many of, oh, how much of other people's emotions will you take on? So I'd have to say I'm getting better at it, just, you know, preserving my energy and just letting other people deal with their emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm still working on that. But also with expectations, what other people expect from you versus what you can actually give. Uh, I'm doing better at that, but so far not great. That's very, very understandable. Um. I would give myself probably about a seven out of 10. Historically, I have not had the best sense of boundaries. Um, I wouldn't quite say doormat, but 
you know, something in that neighborhood. But this year in particular, um, as we've kind of crawled into the second, going into the third year of the pandemic, and we kind of got out of isolation for a bit, I realized that my entire sense of boundaries had to be revamped, had to get back used to being around people, but also expecting people to treat me with a certain kind of respect because it's the same base respect that I offer in return. So that's been a fun journey. Um, so our next question is, what are some ways your sense of boundaries have evolved over time? Tiger, do you want to tell us? Yes. Yeah, so um, I grew up in a very people-pleasing, conservative Christian environment where, you know, children are seen, not heard. Mm-hmm. And so uh, throughout adulthood, I really had to learn what boundaries were and how to set them. And I struggled with that for a really long time. Um, that's probably my proudest accomplishment in 2021 is um, this was my first time dating and just and also like trying to make friends and leaving the minute I saw a red flag or something I just didn't tolerate. And um, I'm currently now in a very, very happy relationship and. I do think that's because I learned how to set those boundaries. Um, And so I do think it's been a long, long journey to get here, but I'm very proud that I did because once you do learn to set those boundaries, I saw that many areas of my life that I used to complain about or felt unhappy about are starting to, um, you know, blossom in a beautiful way. That is so wonderful. And um, for you, same question. Um, I think my sense of boundaries has evolved with conflict, sadly. Um, I've had to learn with people overstepping my boundaries to actually have them, as sad as that sounds. But, um, yeah, it's, it's basically through friendship breakups and things like that, that I've learned that I need boundaries. And I'm starting to see more of like what that looks like, what kind of friend I want to be, what kind of people I want around me, and also paying attention to what energy I'm putting out. Because sometimes like because of my culture it's always like give 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 you know like give your time um your things just there's no limit but I'm learning that there is a limit and to not let people you know exploit that that's some true strength right there um I honestly am right there with you on my um boundaries kind of evolving out of conflict um just keeping it real. It took a lot of people disrespecting me for me to understand that, oh, I don't have to tolerate this or I don't have to put up with you at all. Um, I also grew up in that Christian conservative environment. And for the longest time, I honestly did believe it was my job to like take on people's like pain take on people's 
bad moods and try to make it better. But as I've realized, we all go through stuff. It gives none of us a right to abuse or deride others just because we're going through something. So, yes, shedding that disrespect and learning how to assert myself and say, no, I don't need to be a part of this or I don't want to be a part of this. Definitely, definitely involved some fights and friend breakups and relationship breakups, too. So. To each of you, I pose our next question. What are some, what are your top three non-negotiables? And I'm so curious to hear about this from you first. Okay, top three. Um, be very careful about expectations. Because um, in relationships, I think I give a lot. But there are some things that I shouldn't be required to give. Like, let's say, let's talk money, right? <laughs> like, you know exactly what I'm about to bring up. <laughs> but um, basically, if you have a friend, um, don't expect them to cover the tab all the time. I feel like that's a very firm boundary that I have. Because with my culture, um, I'm tempted to just give and give, you know, and always cover. But it's like, that's not exactly fair and people can take advantage of that. And um, I had a friend that took advantage of that. So one of my boundaries is money now. And another boundary is emotional boundaries. Like when, when friends vent to you, like, are you even in the space to listen? So I want to always make sure that I'm in a space to listen and that it doesn't drain me and that, you know, I can actually help my friend. And the third one, mm, it would have to be um, social justice issues. Like, we have to be on the same page. And if we're not, it's really not going to work out. I know that's right. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's non-negotiable to me, like, that people deserve rights. <laughs> like basic you know like good treatment I feel like that's something that I just can't let go of and you Tiger um, right now number one for me is my sobriety so any friend that I felt was peer pressuring me or you know was like you're not really you know have a problem they had to go um, two, I don't do well with people who yell at me. So from mm -hmm. friends to coworkers to my partner, do not yell at me because I don't yell at people. So mm -hmm. respect me. I'm respecting you. And then three, I'm trying to think, um, probably would just to be considerate. So if you see that I'm taking all of these steps to consider everything that you're dealing with, similar to what M said, please take my feelings into consideration as well. Those are all very, very good um, boundaries that you all listed. Um, for me, 
Um, top three non-negotiables. Um, one, don't touch me. I do not like when people touch me without my consent. And it's something that has literally been happening my entire life. Um, and I honestly just realized I can tell people to uh, go somewhere with that, especially like in this pandemic world that we're living in. Like, no, don't touch me. Um, boundary number two. Um, I would also say definitely money as well. Um, I'm a super, super generous friend to have. And I mean, if I'm not careful, I'm one of those who will end up covering the tab each time. Like just, I don't know, it's like second nature to me. But maturity and credit card debt have taught me that no, <laughs> some people can cover their own drinks, they can cover their own food. If they wanna take the time to be out with you, they know what their budget looks like. And also my third boundary is, hmm, I'm not about to argue with anybody. I don't do arguing, I don't do tit for tat back and forth. The minute I feel like a conversation is like devolving into that, I immediately exit stage left. Nobody is about to get my blood pressure up over nothing stupid or foolish. And I mean that. I know that's right. <laughs> so Tiger, how do you enforce these boundaries in love in friendship and in fame um so in my relationship that's probably the easiest one to start with the minute we started talking and knowing we were headed towards a relationship we laid everything out on the table um you know things that we were dealing with things we were working from things we we're healing from and so i feel like i know my partner very well and that i respect them and they respect me to the point that we know just the things that neither of us are willing to accept and we wouldn't even go there. Now with friends, I like I said before, I've lost a lot of friends since I've been sober, but I also gained a lot of new ones. Um, I have a friend uh, since about the ninth grade, 10th grade, one of my longest uh, friendships of my life. And I had a very hard conversation with her about, I don't like the fact that since we're not in the same city or not close anymore, we don't just talk about, you know, mindless things. You only ever come to me about really big, traumatic things. And luckily for me, they were mature enough to understand that and our friendship has grown past that. And so I feel like I'm at an age where I can have a mature conversation about how a person is affecting my life. And some people didn't take that well, some people have. And so I felt like once I said what was needed to be said, I saw where I stood with that person. Um, when it comes to fame, I'm figuring that out still. Uh, like you said before, uh, some people still come up and try to touch you or DM you. Like I get a lot of random people DMing me very personal stuff. And Wow. Yeah, so I'm just like, you know, you, you wake up on a Monday and someone's like, I almost killed myself, but I listened to Reborn and I feel great now. And you're like, oh, oh my God. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do I say to that? <laughs> you know? And so uh, I'm just learning sometimes you just can't respond to everything. And it's not because I'm trying to ignore people. It's just I'm dealing with my own things sometimes and I just can't be Superman. I wonder if that's how Beyonce feels. Yeah, because... that's why she don't talk to nobody. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, she does not interact with you for more than like five words without one of those uh, contracts. Okay. Like, oh my God, I cannot even begin to imagine trying to respond to something like that. Yeah, like you don't know what to, no idea what to say. So speaking of friends and lovers, how do y'all differentiate between a friend or a love? Tiger, I I want to hear this. A friend and a lover. Okay, so mm-hmm. for me, this is like I'm I'm a jokester, but if I'm talking to you like this, like hey, how you doing? I'm trying to see what's up. But if I'm like, hey, girl, how you do-? you you are friend zoned. You're friend zoned. <laughs> um, uh, like for real, for real. Um, to me, a friend is someone that I cherish and want to see grow and someone I just I don't interact with sexually at all um and so that's why I can't call everybody my friend because I'm like if we if we on that level you're more than a friend to me um so yeah my friends are strictly platonic I know that's right I know that's right I had to learn that the hard way like I don't it's certain things we not finna do in this friendship. And if you want to do those things, just know we are not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta tell them how it is. And you, Em, like, how are you learning how to make the distinction between friends and lovers? I struggle. I know that's right. Yes. It's- <laughs> I-, I struggle hard because Sometimes I fall for my friends and it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. But I think one of my boundaries now is to stop liking my friends. <laughs> How do you stop liking your friends? Stop liking them that way. I just I just got to shut off a part of myself because I just I fall for people. It's so it just sneaks up on you. I can't I can't explain it. I can't explain how I get into these situations where you fall in love with a friend. No, it's like it's nothing like to like be ashamed of, I don't think. That's one thing I feel like we don't talk about enough as the as a community, queer people is how often our relationships blur those lines, but always retreat back to where they were supposed to be when necessary, mm-hmm. you know? And I wonder like, why is that so common with us? Like, M, you and I, we just had like a friendship, a friend group basically fall apart in a matter of weeks because people started dating each other. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> We can laugh about it now, but that was a very, very tense eight-week period. <laughs> it was. 
Oh my god. So now that we are kind of getting to, you know, the difference between a friend and a lover, is it possible that after you and someone decide, okay, look, we're just not working out like this, can we be friends? Is that something that you can do, Tiger? Um, I have a couple of friends that I went on like one date with and we just knew from rip. We wasn't compatible, and so we just became friends. Um, but I don't think I have anyone I've been in a long-term relationship with that I've converted to a friend, just because I feel like I haven't gained that type of maturity until recently. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. Mine's is still developing. Uh, for me, I, it's just not possible yet. Um <laughs> It depends on like the intensity of the feelings involved. And this is why I say communication is so important to make sure y'all are on the same page because when it's time, it's time. And to make sure as little emotional carnage as possible occurs, you know, you effectively communicate such. So for me personally, no. What about you, Em? Um, personally, it would have to be, like, no attraction there. Like, the attraction would have to fade for it to just be a friendship. But then again, I mean, those lines have been blurred for me. I'm not a good person to ask. So. You're a great person to ask, okay? <laughs> and your perspective is always appreciated on this podcast all right so the day after tomorrow starts a new year for all of us here in north america so what are some boundaries you plan to enforce in 2022 tiger give it to us straight some better work boundaries (laughs) Mm -hmm. i've worked for that job in 2021 (laughs) because Uh, I've been, you know, doing solo stuff. I have a new group, uh, 333. Shout out to them. And And I'm also a songwriter, so I've been submitting a lot of demos to, like, record labels and stuff. And that requires, you know, a really quick turnaround time because you got 10 other people who are competing for that slot. And so just establishing, you know, a healthier work environment and just better work hours because I'm tired. Rest is important. Yes, it is. And what about you, Em? Um, I would like to get better with my money boundaries. Um, and also my how how many emo- emotions that I take on from other people. I would like to get better at that as well. So I'd like to just get all my boundaries in a row and just and just go with it. I see you on that. Um, new boundaries for 2022. Um, I think I want to get better at enforcing the ones I already have because I think mm-hmm. I let a lot of stuff slide for the sake of peace and goodwill. I saw this meme a couple of weeks ago. 
It said, if I hurt your feelings in 2021, I absolutely meant that shit. Don't play with me. And that's the energy I'm trying to bring into 2022. Not to be disrespectful or angry or coarse off the rip, but the minute that I sense an ounce of disrespect, an ounce of malcontent in any capacity, mm-hmm. being true enough to myself to go, no, you can keep that shit over there. So those are our questions. And this has been our episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Tiger. No yeah, problem. Thank you. And I've been Allie. And this was the Lilac Room, bitches. Bye. Bye.